love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from the Radio Hub for Tuesday. June 12th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, you guys. Just want to say what's up. Uh, Hope you're doing good. I got my friends and family here. There's my buddy Drew. I went to a rally race this weekend, and I saw the greatest sign of all time. It was a sign on the porta toilet for a social media contest to snap a selfie of yourself in or around the toilet to win prizes. I'm not kidding. I I am not kidding. You, could, you can win $1,000 or your very own porta toilet. <laughs> Let me read it. Win, win a honey bucket, portable restroom. <laughs> Why would anybody just want a honey bucket? Hashtag honey house? bucket selfie. That is brilliant, right? Oh, I love it. Oh, we're going to steal that. Hey, Tanner the Millennial, what's going on with you? I shaved. Can you guys tell? Look, oh, you shaved the top of your throat where you get your hair. Yeah, I'm clean shaven. Unfortunately, I'm only able to grow hair like on my neck. Yeah, Tanner doesn't get facial hair, but he does get hair on the top of his throat above his Adam's apple yeah. that he shaved. But I've I, never met anyone more excited about shaving than Tanner. <laughs> I have been doing some Rogaine treatments on my cheeks to yeah. try to get that, and I think it's coming in a little well, bit. Well, you might regret it, though. Why? Oh, because that, that's why you have little spots on your throat that are hairy. Well, that's because I let it drip down and go only on my neck. Yeah. I'm being very delicate about this process. All right, speaking of delicate, uh, lucky that she's representing the ladies and everything like that. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. You know, not all storms come into your life to destroy it. Some come to clear the path. Oh, I just read that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a man that requires no Rogaine. Look at that thick and rich beard. Our host, Ooh. The Fitz. Thick and rich. That's gonna. It's gonna be uh, my new country band. <laughs> country parody well, band. That's kind of what Big and Rich is right now. Yeah. Oh. That sounds like a no, like I'm, a girl group. Thick no. and rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal uh, Big Kenny. You know, uh, from from. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna steal John Rich. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna be thick, and then he's gonna be rich, and no, then we're gonna you, break up Big and Rich, and we're gonna be thick and rich. You love uh, Big Kenny. I do love Big Kenny. Big Kenny's pretty cool. You'd have to keep him on, like it's something. Well, so a lot of people don't know this, but you know, have a, uh, we, we do a countdown show on the weekend, and every weekend we play the top twenty-five songs across North America, and it's like it's a, in a bunch of cities everywhere. And Big Kenny from Big and Rich is my voice guy. That's so cool. Of uh, yeah. of uh, the countdown show we do on the weekend called the Hit List, and I never will forget one day he 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 came by the radio station. I'm like, you know, I have this idea. You know, has anybody ever talked to you about being a voice guy, like, you know, on the radio and being a voice guy for accounting? And he's like, no, man, never thought about it, man. Oh, man. So he came in one day and uh, it took a couple hours and we were throwing back some drinks while he did it. And he's he's like my voice guy. It's really and all cool. of a sudden, FIT with a Z, players, <laughs> was born. <laughs> all right, it's going to be a great show today, you guys. Uh, we got a whole lot of show. Welcome to Tuesday. We hope you come along. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Really quick, right now, I'm trying to pimp my gram. 
So uh, check it out. You can get breaking what are you kidding me stories. Like if you follow me on Instagram, how do they do that, Tanner? All they have to do is go to the search bar, type in follow, F-I-T-Z. Click on your page and give you a follow. Out of Philadelphia, extra credit. You know, to get good grades in school, you, you work hard, you study hard, you pay attention in class and stuff like that. Or if you attend uh, Link High School in Philadelphia, you can just bribe the teacher. <laughs> you see, it seems humanities teacher Amanda Richardson has been removed from class after she was accused of taking bribes from students. <laughs> I love how it's a humanities teacher. <laughs> in exchange for better grades... Uh, a statement from the district read, we are aware of the situation, and once it was brought to our attention, we acted immediately. <laughs> I wonder what, I mean, what, she must have been getting some cold, hard cash. I mean, what kind, I mean, what kind of stuff yeah. can you really get from students, though? I mean, they're like, listen, can you, if so can you... Are you crazy? Give me an extra for some 20, for like a 20... Okay. Maybe Here's I'll, a I'll gas give you card extra, my mom made I'll give you me. my tater tots after lunch. <laughs> you know what? We've been in our kids' Snapchat, so you know what those kids are capable of. I'm just. I'm telling listen, you, don't, don't like underestimate them. Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> she, it's not like she wasn't teaching them a valuable lesson because you can either work hard and study hard, or you can buy your way out of trouble. That's a life lesson that will carry you through your life. I agree. I mean, I, maybe we should teach that the people with the money <laughs> no, always win. You should not bribe <laughs> teachers. Based off of things that I've witnessed and a bunch of people I know, it seems like the people with the money always win. <laughs> yes. It's jacked up, but it's true. Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? I'm going to take you down under from Australia. That's not kangaroo poop. Over in Brisbane, Australia, one resident was really sick and tired of an extremely rude jogger who apparently was in the habit of Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. dropping little deuces on the jogging trail in the wee morning hours about 30 times a year. <gasps> wow. So the fed up residents waited in the dark. And then they got what they came for. A photo of the alleged culprit in the act with his pants down and the toilet paper in his hand. The image is going viral online in Australia. And it was an image of 64-year-old Andrew McIntosh. What is wrong with people? Come on, Andrew McIntosh. He's been charged with dropping deuces in the in the park. Joggers, man. Yeah, it's like a global epidemic now. Joggers right. can't Wait, hold was it. Was that superintendent? Yeah, and then there's yes. a lady in Denver before that. And then, I mean, what is going on? I just want to think... I think I have an I have a little theory. It's that when you're jogging, you get the endorphins going, no. and all of a sudden you got to go. But no, you have to go. But I mean, we all know that they could go off the trail, right, right, and do this. But I think that there's like some sort of a little poop thrill to them that they they know that they're going to really screw up someone's day if they do that on the trail. Some people and are serial killers, and some people are serial poopers. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, and then some people are pooper scoopers. <laughs> and there you go. You got the. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. Live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Telefriend Tuesday. That's what's going on today. Uh, wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You know, just call up a friend, coworker, or a loved one and say, hey, it's Telefriend Tuesday, and I heard Fitz on the radio saying that I should tell you to go get a physical. Yeah. Yeah. Tell a friend, hey, go get checked out. Go to a doctor. It's always good. You and know I, what I mean? There's so many things that they could do, and it's and 
find out stuff before like crazy stuff happens and doctors are just so wonderful it's 2018 there is no reason to have anxiety tell a friend tuesday go ahead that's really powerful because you were telling drew for about six months that he needs to go to the doctor and what happened his gallbladder blew up you guys realize that's not like a disease right it just happens and doctors even say we don't really ever see it coming so all i'm saying is you really kind of brought that upon yourself i think if you say so Gallstones are gallstones. You had the GERD for like a few years before, You had GERD. It turns out that was the indicator. Right, that was No, that could have just been If you would have went to the doctor, you would have avoided it. Let's face it. We have all been telling you for a few years, Drew, that's not normal. Oh, my GERD. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. Speaking of, oh, I think we're about to get Cindy jacked. <gasps> Drew, Drew's neighbor, Cindy. She's probably concerned. Is Yeah, really concerned about Drew. Loves to check in. Is she calling on the red phone right now? Yeah. I just want to talk to Drew. Where's Drew? I've been looking for you, Drew. I mean, Mama just wants to talk to Drew. No one else. Is Drew there? Uh, yeah, Cindy, I'm here. I, to- I told you this is my workplace. What-, what can I do for you today? Well, then why would Mama have a number then if this is your workplace? Obviously, you don't feel too bad about being bothered. Well, but I told you it was for emergencies, and uh, anyway, what what can I help you with? Let's let's find out what you got here. I just want to know what everyone else wants to know. Mama's concerned about your gallbladder. I understand they poked four holes in your belly and sucked that thing out with a vacuum. Yeah, that's actually pretty much how they do it now. I just had my follow up with my surgeon, and he said I'm healing normally. Everything looks good. Did you almost die? No, I don't think it's that kind of of thing. I don't think it's life threatening. Did you almost die, Drew? Uh, no, I'm okay, Cindy. Don't worry. What happened if you would ever flatline? Mama wouldn't see you no more. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll, maybe maybe a couple people would be sad. I appreciate you worrying about me. Sure do wish you had an insurance policy, but I know your broke ass don't have no insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for telling the whole world that, Cindy. No plans on leaving Mama in life insurance. Anyway, I just want to know a little something. Uh, real quick, did you sit in a pile of sugar? <laughs> no, Cindy, I didn't sit in sugar. Because you have a pretty sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> I roasted you. I'm sorry, guys. I, I tried to get her to stop calling. She's concerned. Who is that? Oh, that's Bethany the Mouth from the South. Hey. Hey, Cindy. Oh, so she's the female of the moment on the show. <laughs> Well, I I think she's more than the female of the moment because she's actually married to Fitz, the host of the show. Oh, so it's one of those radio shows where the insecure husband has his wife on? <laughs> uh, you know, I wouldn't maybe use those words, but I guess you could say that, Cindy. Sounds to me that's exactly what's going on. Glad to know you worked your way up, mouth from the south. Cindy, come on. That's not cool. That's my wife, and she's, you know, volunteering her time to represent the ladies and provide female perspective. Anyway, Drew, maybe later on when you and I can watch some Netflix, maybe some of them, some of those dirty documentaries. No, Cindy, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm not really interested in that. Oh, hey, oh, hang on a second. Judge Judy's on my DVR. Got to run right now. But uh, hey, Drew. Yeah, Cindy. Did you sit in a pile of sugar? No, Cindy, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I can't get it. Bye, Cindy. Wow. 
crazy. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. So what are you going to do, Drew? You're going to get a color back. Yeah, I think like, he needs uh, to watch one of those dirty documentaries. <laughs> It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, you guys. Recently, a bunch of people got together. They did an experiment to find the fastest way to cool down a hot car. Like the interior? Absolutely. Okay. And believe, I mean, hey, we, it's, it's that time. Yes, Ooh, it is. It's getting hot out her and in her. They found the best thing to do is roll down your passenger side window, fan the car with your driver's side door a couple of times, then roll the windows up, blast the AC, and drive off. Why the pass? I'm, well, because you're making like an air pump. You're using the driver's door yeah. to, to oh, okay. be- bellows the air out the other side. It bellows the air. Right. <laughs> I, I have one modification. Of that. Bellows. I think, I think experts have said before, you want to crank the AC with the windows down and drive for a minute, and that helps like the cold air push the Force hot air it, out, yeah. and then you shut the windows. Well, thanks, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the fastest way to cool down a hot car, ladies and gentlemen. i to give that a shot. Yeah, try it. All right, hey, Drew, choose your news. A South Dakota uh, primary was run last week on that Super Tuesday, and uh, one of the ballot issues was the sheriff for Bonholm County, South Dakota, and the incumbent sheriff, Lenny Gramkow, uh, was beat by one of his own deputies, Mark Maggs. Oh, the deputy ran against him. Yeah, and he up. beat him big. He beat him 878 to 331, but here's the catch. The sitting sheriff yeah. fired that deputy minutes after the results were posted. He sent him a nasty letter basically saying, you are no longer an employee of this county. Turn in all your gear. You have till 5 p.m. Uh, even, even though he won the election. Well, yeah, he's he's basically trying to fire his competition who beat wow. him. Maybe he thinks that if he's uh-huh. no longer an employee, he won't be eligible. No one knows, uh, and we haven't gotten any comment on it, but sore. technically it's legal because it's a right-to-work state. Yeah. You can fire for any reason. Yeah, so it's a serious sore loser. He's he's just he's fired until he takes on the new position as sheriff. Yeah, That's it's dirty politics. Yeah, but did the deputy even tell the sheriff, "Hey, I'm running against you"? Well, I'm. I if don't not, see that's what way. that's what shady. If he didn't do that, now I would respect the deputy for going up to the guy and say, "Listen, I think I'm going to do this," and then, I respect that. But yeah. come on, that's I think it's dirty deputy. Yeah, but he's also that sore loser thing is probably a lot yeah. of the reason why you know his personality is probably mm-hmm. why he got beat. You know what? For some reason, I'm thinking there's a woman involved here. I think I think Uh-oh. that there's a love interest. This could be a TV show. Yeah. Why are you Instead rolling your eyes? Instead of just being a crappy sheriff and someone's going <laughs> yeah. up and challenging him. No, there's a love interest here. Let's follow that story. Okay. All right. Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. According to a new study in 2019, people will spend more time online on Facebook and on YouTube than they will spend watching TV. I think that's. I think that's. I think we're there. Seriously, I think uh, we're absolutely there right now. Last night, I went home and on my television, uh, through my cable box, I can watch YouTube. I watched YouTube all night. I didn't watch any cable that night. We were uh, watching something. Have you seen YouTube TV? Mm-hmm. Yes, this made me think of YouTube specifically, like kind of how our world is changing because the Warriors and Cavs NBA Finals, what was sponsored on the background of all the backdrops of the interviews? YouTube TV. Wow. Yeah, and Kevin now, Durant was doing a lot of commercials. It's $40 a month. The only permanent thing is change. All right, there you go. That's Choose Your News for Tuesday. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a good day uh, wherever you are. At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And 
It's also a good time, uh, since it's Tuesday, to tell a friend Tuesday, a friend, coworker, or loved one of yours. Call them up, send them a text, and say, hey, get your butt to the doctor if you haven't been for a minute. Just go get a physical. 2018 is so easy. It never hurts. And, and you're right. I mean, it's what doctors and stuff are for, right? So tell a friend Tuesday, just hey, go get checked out. Always a good thing to do. There's Drew. There's Tanner, the millennial. And uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here. And uh, she is telling us that she has an unbelievable top secret shortcut Netflix hack. Did I get oh. that right? Yeah. It's this is a true Netflix hack. It's this really cool feature on Netflix that almost no one knows exists. You can actually request to see certain shows or films on Netflix. You can actually request for these shows or what? films to be added to your library. Like true that's not on Netflix? Story. Right. But before they come out? I don't get it. Request. No. Um, basically, Netflix already has like a library that you have to choose from. Yes. Well, if something that you want to watch is not in that library, there is actually a hidden feature in Netflix's help section, and you can access it. You can ask for any three movies or TV shows of your choice by filling in the online form, and um, the company says there's no guarantee that you're going to get them, but they will look into adding them to your library, because some some of these requests can't be Do they pull them from other people, I guess? Other companies that have them? I'm wondering, because they have to have the rights to That's like major broadcast. To. That's what I'm getting to. Correct. So Netflix has guidelines that point out that some of these requests can't be granted just simply due to licensing issues. But if there's no problem, then they'll totally add whatever TV shows or movies you want. It's kind of like you're requesting a song on the radio a little bit. Get ready, Golden Girls. (laughs) I wonder if they can get shows in a limited basis without the big licensing agreement. Like maybe if you You fits request Golden Girls, maybe they can deliver it to you without having to do the big licensing because it's not to everyone. Like maybe I just get it for like three days or something like that and watch all the watch all the episodes I want and then then it's kind of over right it's kind of like when you rent a movie I guess on TV yeah it could be more like a rental like a rental oh my god I love this I'm freaking out and then maybe they pay uh, these other companies maybe just a little rental sort of smaller smaller which comes out of what you pay them on a monthly basis Mm. well they do have a, a truckload of money. I mean, they've, they're spending $9 billion on development this year on new shows and show development. That's the thing with Netflix. I mean, they are they are looking for shows and content. Just like you said, they're they're throwing money at people. Yeah. They it's have where huge everyone in money. Hollywood's going. Everyone's like going over to YouTube right. to try, or, or, or Netflix. To Netflix to try and get their stuff bought now because the networks always say no. Netflix always says yes. Well, it's almost like they have all this money in this room and – it's like stacked to the ceiling and they have to like throw it out. Well, think about how I much think that's what's th- happening right now. Think about all the cash that's coming in. I mean, people pay 10 to $15 a month for their yeah. service and that's a constant flow. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was really cool that you can actually go to the Netflix help section. You can uh, look for this hidden feature that you just are able There's to request. Yeah. Three TV shows or movies. So like instant gratification sort of thing. Kind of. Like request it and see if you can get it. Right. All right. Cool. Stand by, you guys. The reality check is on the way. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fitz Show. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip. On the way from Bethany, the mouth from the south. So ever since Roseanne did her Twitter rant, people have been talking about 
a Roseanne spinoff, a Roseanne oh, yeah. reboot. Yes. Well, there's one problem. Roseanne. Oh. I'll tell you all about it coming up in just a few minutes. Drew is standing by right now with a Tuesday reality check. Obviously, the biggest news of the day is the historic meeting of U.S. President Donald Trump with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. And as in talking to people, I realized that a lot of people don't have a good grasp of this entire situation. So I wanted to give you a little rundown, kind of a timeline of the North Korean situation so people can get up to speed. Are you trying to tell me you're about to spit out the a summit itinerary? No, no. This is oh. the this is the history of North Korea and their nuclear program and why Throw we're out. doing this. So basically at the end of World War II, right, the number one threat to freedom was communism. Well, North Korea was divided off of South Korea and they aligned with the Soviet Union, okay? Then in 1950, they invaded South Korea. That was the beginning of the Korean War. The U.S. stepped up with the brand new U.N. and backed South Korea and fought North Korea back. At the end of that war... Can I say something right there? Yeah. My wife's grandfather uh, was there in the Korean War during that time. Right. My grandpappy, too. What's up? At the end of that war, uh, there was an armistice drawn up between North Korea and South Korea, but technically the war never ended. So they have technically been at war. There was no peace treaty this whole time. But during that war, President Harry Truman publicly said the nuclear option is on the table. Remember, we had just dropped Mm -hmm. nuclear weapons on Japan. He said it was on the table. That scared leader and founder of North Korea, Kim Mm Il-sung, Kim Jong-un's grandfather. He, at that point, decided they needed their own nuclear program to protect themselves. Excuse me. Is there going to be a quiz on this? No, no, no. Real quick. C. All answers. C. I just want you to understand this. Give me some more meat here. We don't have a a whole lot of time here, Drew. (laughs) Long story short, when Kim (laughs) Jong-il passed away... Things were just about to be signed on the line. Peace was on the way. His son took over. Kim Jong-un, the current leader, took over in 2011. And then stuff got ugly. And now we're here and there might be peace. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-un. You better have a summit or we'll bomb you soon. (laughs) Right? Is that what you're trying to say these past three minutes? Basically, yeah. Fitz just basically wrapped it up in three seconds. (laughs) There you go. That's the Tuesday North Korea history summit situation reality check. Thanks, Drew. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, everybody, what's up? Uh, How's everybody doing? Feeling it today. Show's mm-hmm. going good. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Going to the good. Good news for everyone that is a big Game of Thrones fan. Woo! Uh-oh. Westeros. Yes. Tell me about Westeros. It's not going to end in 2019. <gasps> the Be- Mother Dragons can live on? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, I'm not really sure if she's in this prequel, but the news is... That they're kind of Tanner had a had a unique outlook. He said, "Are they doing kind of like what what Star, Star Wars, Wars did? did? Yeah, they're doing the same yeah. exact thing. Is it? Are these? Is this show gonna suck? Because that's what no, happened to Star Wars. No, because I'll take it. I'll take Hush it. Hush your mouth! How dare you? <laughs> if George Jar Binks is in the <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is, so so the Game of Thrones. All right, might end as a show, but there's there's definitely gonna be some spinoffs. It sounds like yes, where there's gonna be a prequel. 
Drew, pre- yeah, you know a prequel all about series this. that takes place a couple thousand years before the Game of Thrones we know. This is like the the Age of Heroes, basically when the White Walkers were created, when the war between the men and the children of the forest and the Dark Ages started. Where the White Walkers were created, we saw that in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right, so well, that's a flashback. Right, without getting too much into it, though, maybe some other possible spinoffs, though, like will will the dragons get their own spinoff? I know or, there's been thoughts of uh, Game of Thrones in the future, like yeah. kind of present day. All right. Maybe the Mother Dragon's just by herself in her own show. Oh, yeah. Well, this takes place thousands of years earlier, but it's when dragons existed. Oh. Go on. You never They're doing the same thing as Star Wars It's cool, guys. It's really cool. We're excited. And the point is is that Westeros is not going to go away. We'll have something to watch that's sort of connected to Game of Thrones. All right. Winter is coming. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Moving on to the bad. Uh, speaking again about Anthony Bourdain, yeah. his friends have come out and said he gave everything to his work and then had nothing left for himself. They're talking about this grueling and lonely globe-trotting schedule that he had to keep up with and that it, bas- it really contributed to his depression. Mm-hmm. So depression is being pushed with Kate Spade and her suicide also with Anthony Bourdain's happening last week. I got depression on my fa- is I got really on my- being pushed to the forefront and we're actually trying to start a dialogue about it. Well, it should. I mean- I mean, people, if they're feeling blue, people shouldn't be nervous to talk about it. I had a friend, like, on my Facebook news feed. Uh, uh, I was just scrolling through my personal page. She basically came out and said that she had attempted suicide before, and she was telling her story, and she was talking about the importance of, of, of talking about it. I mean, and it was... And for, for some of these instances uh, where people attempt that, um, from what we're learning is a lot of these times, most of them are so unexpected. Yes. Right? That's the biggest thing is that um, even, you know, I had, a, we had a friend recently yeah, that, we did. that had um, committed suicide and, and I read, it thrust me into learning about this uh, illness because a lot of people say that, you know, in order for you to do this, they believe you have to be in some capacity mentally ill right. um, as in depression or something. Your mind has to be, something has to be wrong where you think that that's the only way out. Right. And so I think the important thing is to talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Get rid of the stigma to where people feel able to talk about their problems and their mental or, or health Or some issues. of the things that, that they feel are going on inside of their head. Right, right. And, be, and I yeah, feel like a lot gotta... of people don't talk about that because they are worried about what people are going to think. So let's just throw this out there. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, if you know anyone that needs help or if you yourself need it, call someone. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1-800-273-8255. And here we go straight to the gossip. Roseanne, there's been talk of a reboot, right, since she went away. They've even talked about taking Sarah Gilbert's character. Darling. 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 But the problem is, well, Roseanne. See, she helped create Roseanne. Mm -hmm. So really a lot of these characters are out of her head. Yep. Basically, Roseanne owns it. She owns the rights. She owns the rights to the show and the the characters. so. So the company is, the network is doing all they can to avoid a lawsuit is what they're trying to say. And they'd love to have some sort of spinoff. We'll see. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Live. This. Come on. Is why today doesn't suck.
Kendra Wilkinson turns 33 years old today. Yeah. Gr- girls next door. Going through a divorce right now. Yeah. Basket. And she's laying it all out there on yes, social she, media. She is. She's having. Why a little, do people do that? A hard time. Sometimes I think that they feel like that's the like that's the, where they go and they air, they that's have no one else to talk to. Right. Well, I just think that's stupid. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm just. Saying. I think she doesn't really have the attention she used to have when she had a TV show and was a playmate. So she's probably desperate for those likes and clicks and attention. So I mean, but at, at that point, when it comes to like parents talking trash on social media, you got kids. That's the one thing. You got can kids. I say the one thing that I can say about the Kardashians. Whenever they talk about, you know, because there's been cheating on, mm-hmm. you know, cheating with Chloe and cheating with Courtney's, yeah. you know, man and all that kind of stuff. They always say, now I don't know, I, I don't watch the show, but I, they always say that they do not talk bad about or, or do anything on the cameras or anything in front of those kids because they will one day see that footage and they say that they try to remember that every single time that there's an issue. Did Kim think about that during that first videotape? Obviously not, not, but... But yeah, no. Listen, no judgment, Kim or whatever. But I'm just saying <laughs> they always her. have you know, yeah, cheating stuff I, going I on, and they so have you, to be around each other. You're and... saying at least they keep it away from the kids. Yes. Okay. Dave Franco is 33 years old today. Younger uh, brother of James he is Franco. 33. Yeah. 33. He looks like he's 25. Possibly the more talented one. He, he's yeah. a more uh, charming actor, I think. Um, country singer Chris Young. Turns 33 years old today. And all I can think about. I thought he was a lot older than that. That facial hair. Must be. Yeah, must be. Walking through the front door. Funny story about this song. One day we're just hanging out in the studio and said, Fitz told me, if you ever want to get the mood right for your lady, play this song. And he played this song right here. Yeah, ladies love it when their man looks at them and say, all I can think about is getting you home. They're right, honey. That's right. Right. It's my new pickup line. Except my wife. (laughs) No. She's like, can we stop at Taco Bell first? (laughs) I need a burrito. No, I'm hungry. I I need a uh, a Coke from Sonic first. (laughs) 24 years ago. Wow. On this day in 1994, O.J. Simpson killed two people. Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman, they uh, were killed outside of their... uh, and Los isn't that Angeles interesting, song. you know, even though he was found to be not yeah. guilty, you just said that as factual. O.J. Simpson killed two people, yeah. I think most people are resigned to the fact that that's exactly what happened. He was guilty in the civic trial. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he? Did, did the family ever get any money back from that, from very, O.J.? Very, a very uh, small sales. portion of it. Yeah. Uh, I have a clip from Marsha Clark I want to play right now. So... In watching, what was the one moment, or several moments, too difficult to relive? I think I think the main one that comes to mind actually is watching Mark Furman on the stand during that thing, because I was remembering what it was like seeing him on the stand, and it made me remember all the things that were going to happen that I didn't know were right, coming. Right. And this time, seeing him on the stand, you know, in the series, I knew what was going to come of it, uh-huh. and it just like I relived that horrible nightmare. Yeah. Well, knowing what you know now, would you have put him on the stand? Yeah, I had no choice. Mm. The problem with- I guess they're referring to the, the Mark Furman racial slur yes. thing. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a bombshell that she was not prepared for. All right, let's move on. It was this day in 2003. 50 Cent's debut album, Get Rich or Die Trying, with Into Club. Hip six times platinum. I mean, we got 50 Cent in the club right That's now. That's right, man. <laughs> I used to hold down the club. 
Live on the radio in Dallas as a baby DJ. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from DNA. DNA, DNA? is a club. That was the name of the club in Dallas. Gross. That just sounds sticky. Oh, oh it was. <laughs> and check it out, you guys. Randy Travis was number one on the U.S. country charts with I Told You So, taken from his 1988 album Always and Forever. And check it out. Carrie Underwood released a cover version of the song on her 2007 album Carnival Ride. to hear I told you so I told you so no but this is a jam it's a beautiful it song it is a beautiful song they also did a version with Carrie and uh, and Randy Travis together I think didn't they or they mixed them together I'll, I'll, do, I'll do Randy I told you so <laughs> but I had to go <laughs> look at his face <laughs> this happens live This gentleman here, of course, warming up the vocals, preparing you, or preparing to deliver to you the news that did not make the news. As I kick it off with a story out of Jersey. Cash from beyond. A former teacher in New Jersey passed away a couple of years ago. It turns out this teacher, Miss Swinsel Pfeiffer, <laughs> left $1 million to her school district to set up a scholarship fund for special needs students who want to continue their education after high school. Man, I always say they're paying those teachers too much. <laughs> She's got a million dollars. Something's going on there, right? What, what, what if she was like the female Walter White? Oh, oh no. I, come on. She passed away. No, she sounds it. like a sweet lady. She was a sweet lady who, who liked saving, and apparently her plan was that when she passed, this is, this is, she wanted her legacy to be all about this. Cool. She saved for this. I'm just saying, a million dollars, she could have been living it up. What? what would you rather her be in Cuba well, smoking some makes, weed? That's what makes it. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what makes it so special is because yeah. she could have been living no, no, it no, up. No, 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 no. Man, that's bottle service money. But yeah. wait a second. No, no, let's find out here, Tanner. What else should she have done with the $1 million? Well, what would you have done with it? Man, I would have went to Las Vegas, went to some clubs with some ladies, had some bottle service, <laughs> popping those, pouring champagne over everybody. It would have been crazy. Well, that's the difference between you and her. Miss Swissel Pfeiffer. That's why you're on that pathway straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm on a pathway straight to partying with that money. (laughs) I'm on a pathway to party, page two. What, are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out. Drew, do we know exactly where this was from? Oh, Ireland. Out of Ireland. When swans attack. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... There was a male swan that was seen attacking competitors in a triathlon in uh, Ireland. Now that's an obstacle course. As, yeah. they, as they took part in the triathlete 2018 <laughs> event. 
And he's running past. Oh, th- nope. The oh, bee- no, it's in the water. Guys, the swan's got this him. This massive <laughs> swan, as they were like doing the swimming portion of the triathlon, was biting the swimmers on the heads. Oh, my Look. God. Oh, my God. This is my turf. He said the swan and its partner uh, are, are nesting on the river. And uh, uh, it was trying to warn the swimmers to stay away from his family. And oh boy, did it, man. That's man, a big bird. That's a big old bird. You don't want to mess with those birds. At fifth grade camp, I was yeah. attacked by a goose. Yes. yes. And she jacked me up. Those little those little bills, yeah. you know, they pinch. That's yeah. what it feels like is little pinches. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. What was the name of the goose you used to have when you were a kid, Bethany? Jason and Amy. Jason and Amy the goose. <laughs> Jason and Amy the geese. And every single time I got, they always, Jason would let my grandfather like pet his head. But if you got near him, I mean, that was it. Wow. So my grandma, my grandmother used to walk outside with a two by four. Go ahead and tell him. Go <laughs> ahead. She said that one time Jason took off after her and she smacked it up against the head with a two by four. Oh my goodness. And it, she said what? it went down. And <laughs> yeah. she said the first thing Who she wouldn't? thought was. Oh, Lord, I killed his goose. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. All right, you guys. I'm going to tell you uh, a story right now about a couple who's been married for 56 years. They've just been enjoying life, and Mona is a woman, and her sight has been deteriorating for a period of time. So her husband has taken up makeup classes so that his wife can still look and feel her best. Her left eye is bad, really, really bad. And when she tries to do something with the right eye, well, the left eye doesn't really see anything. And uh, she says it's very relaxing. They just talk back and forth to each other. They just talk back and forth, yes. And he actually took a makeup class. He, he went and found a lady that taught him how. And the makeup artist actually says that he was a natural, that he just, <laughs> and he said, I can't have my Mona, you know, out and about not looking her Without best. Without her face he, on. That's right. Yeah, it's so important. You know, Southern women will say, oh, I got to get out there and put on my face. That's right. God, I could hear my mom saying that. I, I'm not leaving the house without putting on my face. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, Bethany, would you say that, is that a way to pick up some major brownie points with with your woman or your spouse? If maybe a, if if the guy was to come home one day and say, "Hey, I don't know if you know this, but for the past three months I've been taking makeup contouring no, classes." No, and, and no. I think <laughs> if you did it, it's a little bit different than this no. great story. Yeah. I think it'd be. Why little... would that be? I think we could all learn something. I think this is an opportunity for a guy to say, "Hey, if I walked in one day and said, let me do your makeup,' and then he did like a, a killer job, I think the woman would be like, oh." My God. Because oh, she'd we, be like, oh, my God, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we know you'd start coming to work with contour on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think I would be. Uh, now, if the, you know, I mean. I think I'd be better sweet, doing obviously. something like that than cooking a meal. <laughs> maybe you should start with, like, learning to fix the car or mend the drywall or something like that. Maybe that maybe she'd like See, that more. It's women still don't brushes. Like women brushes. don't like men like that. <laughs> women don't like men like that. Right? Don't they like men who put knows how to put a. Makeup on their yeah, face for the, date night. Yeah, but most of those people are, are in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, wherever you are, ladies, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, I mean, if, if your man came home and said, hey, listen, I, I want to do your makeup, would you freak out over that? Or would you be like, oh, my God, this is great? Yeah. Is I'm, that something you would encourage? I'd love to know what the ladies think. Yeah. Because if the ladies are for it, then, man, I'm getting my butt to class. <laughs> All right, send me a message right now. Just go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff.
The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And uh, if you're not a P1, man, you need to be one. I mean, you got to tune us in. You got to turn it up. Keep it on. And uh, set our show is the number one button on that preset. That's what being a P1 is all about. Yeah, that's what all the P1s do. They like the show. They love the show. They lock it in on number one, that first button on the radio. That's their P1. When they lock that in, they become a member of the club. Uh, That's my buddy Drew right there. There's Tanner, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Can you guys maybe help me on something? Um... It's the strangest little situation with my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. And maybe maybe you have uh, an animal who does this as well. But like, if I give Susie a certain treat, it's like it's only like with a couple of treats. But for some reason, when I give her like like a big piece of beef jerky or something like that, she gets it and like loses her her damn mind. She gets it, starts flipping it up in the air for a couple of seconds, and she gets paralyzed for a second, and then <laughs> jumps I, over, and, it. and then she'll jump over it, and then she'll pick it up again and throw it up in the air, and then she'll run off and hide it. It's like and a I toy and a food mixed together. I just don't know what the heck it means or why she's doing it. She She'll tosses play, it in the air. Toss it in the air. Again, is paralyzed for about four seconds. And then I'll like, yeah, I'll do that. And she'll go, Rawr! and then she'll get it and flip it up in the air again, get it in her mouth. And then she'll run to another room and hide it. It's my favorite. I don't, what, what do you need help with? I mean, it sounds well, like what she's is a, it? you'd be excited your way. She'll be excited her way. Well, I'm wanting to know why she's doing it. What huh. what, what is it about certain treats that is causing her to flip. It's an order. Flip it. Paralyzation. More shock. Flip it again. <laughs> runs to the other room and hides it. And then that's about it. And I, I think she eats it later. I do the same thing with Doritos. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Yeah. You always have that orange stuff around on your fingers yeah. and mouth. Uh-huh. Well, maybe uh-huh. this is like a, a special treat. Like you give her her puppuccinos every single day. But right. You would I mean, think that she would do that with the puppuccino from Starbucks. No, because it's not meat. I yeah, mean, obviously, dogs meat. are more, way more keyed in on meat than they are yeah. on mm-hmm. whipped cream. Well, if anybody can maybe help me out with this, if you have any idea why my dog is behaving like this, uh, you know, message, I'm on my Facebook as we speak. Message me right now. Just search Follow Fitz. Do you guys have... Uh, are there any weird things that your animals do that just like where you say, well, why does she do that? Yeah, my little uh, dog, the Ace Man, has he has a lot of pride when he gets a treat. We'll give him one of those bone treats, and he won't eat it for days or weeks. He carries it around. <laughs> and he shows it when anyone comes to the house. He goes and gets it, and he brings it and shows it to them. <laughs> it's he true. He just stands there he like, look at my treat. It. And he doesn't eat it. I got this. T- I got this two days ago. Yeah, yeah. check it out. What do you think? Yeah. Where's yours? This is my gift. Usually, it's like the dogs want to bring like gifts to you that they find like. You've heard of dogs walking up with human fingers and like. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. yeah Are you thinking of weird? cats? Cats will bring you cats dead animals. Cats will bring you like yeah. birds parts of them. And, yeah, frogs. That's you know, All kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Well, they're, they're and they're doing like, it as a gift. It's yeah. as a. It's, hey, hey, I love you. I, I did this. Now eat it in front yeah. of me. I brought this human ear for you. (laughs) I love it. Here's bird entrails. (laughs) Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz. Fitz is the millennials. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app, we're about to play Fitz versus the Millennial. And Drew, can you explain the ever-changing rules of this particular bit, please? Yes, well, try. It appears that millennials have an entirely different life than the rest of us, so we're going to ask Fitz <laughs> a set of questions about the millennial lifestyle and see what he knows about their high-speed world. Not, I've studied them all. Exactly. And Tanner, the millennial, as a re- representative of the millennial oh, people, I'm going to ask him questions about Americana, good old solid, salt-of-the-earth American life and see what he knows about the world he lives okay, in. Okay, we, we've already established that the millennials do not like Tanner the Millennial yes, being, their, being their representative. Well, maybe if you won once in a while, they'd change their team. All right, I let's... have been winning, right. thank you very much, and I am Tanner the Millennial. Game is on. Let's go. All right, so last week Fitz wins. He gets the first question. Fitz, this week The Incredibles 2 hits theaters on Friday. Uh, it's the sequel to The Incredibles, which is one of mm-hmm. Pixar's greatest movies, and it's a movie that most millennials grew up with in regular rotation on their DVD players and whatever else. What year did The Incredibles come out? Mm. Our kids are so excited about this movie. Yes, they are. For the longest time, you know, they thought I was the cartoon in that because you know the father has a big jawline, yeah, Mr. Incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I might have told them that was they that was anyway. Huh? I know it's like 2004 to 2006. Give me an answer. 2004. Right on the money. 2004. Wow. The movie came out. Bring the heat. Woo! Thank you. That, that was a guess. That was a, that was a guess. A guesses count. Points. Correct guesses half or correct points. answers. That was a complete guess. You're absolutely right. All right. You're right. Tanner. I'll admit it. Goes over to you. Staying on that theme, Mr. Incredible from the movie The Incredibles, a.k.a. Bob Parr, that's the name of him, is voiced by veteran actor Craig T. Nelson. Craig has been around Hollywood forever, starring in things like Poltergeist and Action Jackson, but he's best known for this 1989 to 1997 TV series for the steel. where he played the title character... A university athletic director. Name that TV show. <laughs> Why just give it away? My gosh. Why would Does you he do look that like l- he's got the answer? No, he doesn't. But I can't believe he just basically. Saved by the bell? <laughs> Fitz, do you still think I gave it away to him over here? Fitz, would you like to steal he about did. Craig T. Nelson and his TV series? I'm thinking about taking my time to let the clock run out, and, and then I'm going to answer it. <laughs> oh, no, come on. <laughs> but um, I just, I, I think I'm still in shock that you said Saved by the Bell. I mean, it's worth a shot. Come on, you can't uh, wait for the buzzer. Who this isn't is the NBA Finals? Who is Coach? Coach is correct, and really, yeah. it's two to nothing. Are we going to give him a chance to get it back? I mean, the next question is yours, so you've already won the game. No, give me my question. What, what do we got? All right, is it my whatever. turn? It no, is back I'm to you. So mad Pouring right salt now. in the wound. Yeah. yeah. Fitz, summer. Why don't you ask me what about? Ask me what about Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Mr. Belding is the principal of what <laughs> fictional high school? Bay High School? Bayside. Bayside. Okay, no, no, what was the anyway, question? Though? Uh, summer is starting. That means it's vacation season, and American travel has actually been down in recent years, but millennials are credited with revitalizing it. One way they're doing this is with a new trend called, quote, meekations. What defines a meekation? That's such an easy question. Where you go somewhere by yourself? That is correct. That's such a Hey, are you I, kidding me? I am brilliant. <laughs> I'm oh throwing my, my headphones down. You know I'm what? Mad. I don't believe any millennials go on meekations because they have to have their social media with them at all They're still time. by themselves. But anyway, hey, you're taking away from my moment here. I happen to win today. <laughs> I could use some inspiration, which means I could use my winning song. Some, somebody give me my Miley.
F I T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my town, baby. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Good? Good. There's Drew, Tanner the Millennial. Bethany the Mouth from the South is here. And check out our Facebook page if you have a moment. Just uh, go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. You can actually instant message us right now during the show. Um, our 21-year-old Tanner the Millennial, we decided to get ours and uh, happen to get 20. It's, it's like the little elf on the shelf. You know, I, I've noticed that I was like the first show in, in North America to have, you know, Millennial, Tanner the Millennial, and then... Of course, I, we're, we're noticing everybody's ripping us off now. No big deal. But so it's like Elf on the shell, Shelf. We got ours. All right. Tanner's 21. And Tanner says that I told him to drop out of school a couple of years ago. I don't remember that. But anyway, he says I told him to drop out of college. And he came up to me. He's like, you know, I feel really weird about going to my girlfriend Lindsay's, the Lens graduation in a couple of days. And I go, why? He goes, well. Because you told me to drop out, and I dropped out, that's and not I just oh, it's exactly how you said it, and then that's what he heard. Yep. And because well, it's see, I dropped out of college too, right? Yeah. And, but but I dropped out because um, I was already doing what people told me I needed to go to college for, and I'm like, no, that's ridiculous. Exactly. So, that's why I dropped out of school. And oh, I'm okay. thankful that you told me that. Oh. Recommended that I dropped out of school. So now you're thankful to me. I'm thankful, but this whole thing just feels so weird because That's this not is... how you made me feel inside, though. Well, I don't care how you feel. Wait a minute, now your feelings are hurt? <laughs> yeah, now your feelings are hurt? Drew, if you don't mind, I'd like to tell you why my feelings are hurt. Okay. Because he told me he felt weird about going to his girlfriend's graduation because I, he said I made him drop out. Oh, made him? See? So, Tanner, did he apply a lot of pressure? Was it a suggestion or was it a command? It was a little bit of half and half. I what? It's a lie. He told me. <laughs> I said, he, if you want this, I need you around more. <laughs> he said, man, you're not going to learn crap from if you go back to that place. Stick with me, and you'll actually I do what you want to do with the rest of your so, life. Have you, have you learned a lot more? I have learned way more than I could have learned in college. There you go. And I just feel mm-hmm. weird because I sh- I'm i seeing all class. the Instagrams and all the Snapchats of the class and the people it's, I went to college with. I would think it's kind of like if you were in a certain se- your senior class, and you, know, you had gone through the those four years of high school with them, and then you kind of dropped out maybe your senior year or whatever, and you still go and you watch everyone else walk across the yes. stage. You, know you kind of feel like a loser. Yes. <laughs> I w- yeah, well, I will give your girlfriend the lens, like 50 bucks if she, like, <laughs> when she's getting her diploma, walks across and just, you know, holds a sign with your face on it that says, you should be getting a diploma with me today. <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't know if she can pull it off. Do you feel like you should you should be there with all, all your friends walking across that, that stage? Not really, because they talked a lot of crap about me when I left. <laughs> <laughs> well, then who cares what they think? And what exactly did they say about you when you left, whenever you dropped out? They went, oh, Tanner's a big shot now. He's too good for us. Yeah. He can't drive... Three hours to come hang out with wow. us all the time. See, that, that's Who does ha- he think he is? That's hate. That's that's envy. And when you I, listen, I've been a dude consumed by that hate and envy mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and it destroys you. <laughs> and that's and, and they're mad. They're jealous of you. That's you know, what I it think is. he should do. I yeah. think he should go to that graduation with a stack of business cards. Yeah, and tell all those people that are graduating. Hey, I'm looking for interns. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's the it. ultimate move. And then say, yeah, make sure to listen to our show. <laughs> Well, tell your girlfriend congratulations on on graduating. That's a big deal. All right. I don't know if we helped you at all, but. No, you didn't. (laughs) Welcome to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live.
your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip. On the way from Bethany, the mouth from the south. So ever since Roseanne did her Twitter rant, people have been talking about a Roseanne spinoff, a Roseanne reboot. Yes. Well, there's one problem. Roseanne. I'll tell you all about it coming up in just a few minutes. Drew is standing by right now with a Tuesday reality check. Obviously, the biggest news of the day is the historic meeting of U.S. President Donald Trump with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. And in talking to people, I realized that a lot of people don't have a good grasp of this entire situation. So I wanted to give you a little rundown, kind of a timeline of the North Korean situation so people can get up to speed. Are you trying to tell me you're about to spit out the A Summit itinerary? No, no. This is the the history of North Korea and their nuclear program and why we're doing this. So... Basically, at the end of World War II, right, the number one threat to freedom was communism. Well, North Korea was divided off of South Korea, and they aligned with the Soviet Union, okay? Then in 1950, they invaded South Korea. That was the beginning of the Korean War. The U.S. stepped up with the brand new U.N. and backed South Korea and fought North Korea back. At the end of that war... Can I say something right there? Yeah. My wife's grandfather uh, was there in the Korean War during that time. Right. My grandpappy, too. What's up? At the end of that war, uh, there was an armistice drawn up between North Korea and South Korea, but technically the war never ended. So they have technically been at war. There was no peace treaty this whole time. But during that war, President Harry Truman publicly said the nuclear option is on the table. Remember, we had just dropped Mm -hmm. nuclear weapons on Japan. He said it was on the table. That scared leader and founder of North Korea, Kim Mm Il-sung, Kim Jong-un's grandfather. He, at that point, decided they needed their own nuclear program to protect themselves. Excuse under- me. Is there going to be a quiz on this? No, no, no. Real quick. C. Okay. All answers. Just C. I just want you to understand this. Give me this. some more meat here. When we they don't have a-, a whole lot of time here, Drew. <laughs> Long story short, when Kim Jong-il <laughs> passed away, things were just about to be signed on the line. Peace was on the way. His son took over. Kim Jong-un, the current leader, took over in 2011. And then stuff got ugly. And now we're here, and there might be peace. Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, you better have a summit or we'll bomb you soon. (laughs) Right? Is that what you're trying to say these past three minutes? Basically, yeah. Fitz just basically wrapped it up in three seconds. (laughs) There you go. That's the Tuesday North Korean uh, history summit situation reality check. Thanks, Drew. Live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, everybody, what's up? Uh, how's everybody doing? Feeling it today? Show's mm-hmm. going good. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is standing by with the good, the bad, and the gossip. Going to the good. Good news for everyone that is a big Game of Thrones fan. Woo! Uh Uh-oh. Westeros. Yes. Tell me about Westeros. It's not going to end in 2019. (gasps) The Mother Dragons can live on? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, I'm not really sure if she's in this prequel, but the news is that they're kind of... Tanner had a... Unique outlook. He said, are they doing kind of like what, what Star, Star Wars, Wars did? did? Yeah, they're doing the same yeah. exact thing. Is it, Are these 
Is this show gonna suck? Cause that's what no, happened to Star Wars. No, because I'll take it. I'll take Hush it. Hush your mouth. How dare you? <laughs> if Jar Jar Binks is in this. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is, so, so the Game of Thrones, all right, might end as a show, but there's there's definitely gonna be some spinoffs. It sounds like. Yes, where there's gonna be a prequel. Drew, Pre- yeah, you know a prequel all about series this. that takes place a couple thousand years before the Game of Thrones we know. This is like the the Age of Heroes, basically when the White Walkers were created, when the war between the men and the children of the forest and were, the Dark Ages started. Where the White Walkers were created, we saw that in Game of Thrones. All right, yeah. so, well, that's a flashback. All right, without getting too much into it, though, maybe some other possible spinoffs, though, like will will the dragons get their own spinoff? I know or, there's been thoughts of uh, Game of Thrones in the future, like yeah. kind of present day. All right. Maybe the Mother Dragon's just by herself in her own show. Oh, yeah. Well, this takes place thousands of years earlier, but it's when dragons existed. Oh. Go on. You never mind. They're doing no. the same thing as Star Wars. It's did. cool, guys. It's really yeah. cool. We're excited. And the point is, is that excited. Westeros is not going to go away. We'll have something to watch that's sort of connected to Game of Thrones. Yes. All right. Winter Move- is coming. Yes, All it right. is. Go ahead. Moving on to the bad. Uh, speaking again about Anthony Bourdain, yeah. his friends have come out and said he gave everything to his work and then had nothing left for himself. They're talking about this grueling and lonely globe-trotting schedule that he had to keep up with and that it, bas- it really contributed to his depression. Mm-hmm. So depression is being pushed with Kate Spade and her suicide also with Anthony Bourdain's happening last week. I got depression on my face. is I got really on... being pushed to the forefront and we're actually trying to start a dialogue about it. Well, it should. I mean, I mean, people, if they're feeling blue, people shouldn't be nervous to talk about it. I had a friend, like, on my Facebook news feed. Uh, uh, I was just scrolling through my personal page. She basically came out and said that she had attempted suicide before, and she was telling her story, and she was talking about the importance of, of, of talking about it. I mean, and it was... And for, for some of these instances uh, where people attempt that, um, from what we're learning is a lot of these t- most of them are so unexpected yes right? that's the biggest thing is that um, even you know I had a, we had a friend recently yeah, that, we did. that had um, committed suicide and, and I read it thrust me into learning about this uh, illness because a lot of people say that you know in order for you to do this they believe you have to be in some capacity mentally ill right. um, as in depression or something your mind has to be something has to be wrong where you think that that's the only way out Right. And so I think the important thing is to talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Get rid of the stigma to where people feel able to talk about their problems and their mental or, or health Or some issues. of the things that, that they feel are going on inside of their head. Right, right. And, be, and I yeah, feel like a lot gotta... of people don't talk about that because they are worried about what people are going to think. So let's just throw this out there. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, if you know anyone that needs help or if you yourself need it, call someone. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1-800-273-8255. And here we go straight to the gossip. Roseanne... There's been talk of a reboot, right, since she went away. They've even talked about taking Sarah Gilbert's character. Darling. 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 But the problem is, well, Roseanne. See, she helped create Roseanne. Mm -hmm. So really a lot of these characters are out of her head. Yep. Basically, Roseanne owns it. She owns the rights. She owns the rights to the show and the the characters. so. So... the company is the network is doing all they can to avoid a lawsuit is what they're trying to say and they'd love to have some sort of spinoff we'll see there you go that's the good the bad and the gossip that's the Fitz Files Fitz Happens Live Live Every day Fitz Happens This Fitz Rocks 
is The Fit Show. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Uh, welcome to the show. There's Drew, and there's Tanner the Millennial. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. If you missed it last week, um, I, I guess I just kind of looked at looked at Bethany the Mouth from the South and said, hey, thank you so much for showing up, you know, because we, we definitely, the last thing we wanted was to have like a boys club on the radio, so we, we definitely knew we needed some female perspective. So thank you for doing that. And a lot of people have been saying some really nice things, you know, about Bethany hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. We get a lot of comments. Uh, all positive. I've not seen a single comment negative, so hats well, off to you. Just wait. <laughs> I'm sure they'll oh, be. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's been there's been negative, but I deleted some, so she didn't see it. Oh. Yeah. You're just ahead of them. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm teasing. So uh, thank you for being, like, a really cool inspiration. And if you don't mind, would you provide us with a, some of Bethany's soul food? Where shall we hide the spirit from man? The gods all cried when he was made. How can we guard our secret now? They asked each other so afraid. Hide it in the earth and he will mine it. Hide it on a mountain and he will climb it. Even in the sea and he will find it. Where shall we hide the spirit from man? Quite beside themselves they cried, this little guy will take our throne. We have made him far too smart not to claim our heaven home. Hide it in the wind and he'll pursue it. Hide it in an atom, and he will view it. Even in an act, and he will do it. Where shall we hide the spirit from man? They thought of stars in outer space or in the nature of a tree, but they knew that man could solve each and every mystery. Hide it in matter, he'll analyze it. Hide it in water, he'll crystallize it. Even in hell, and he'll surmise it. Where shall we hide the spirit from man? Then they solved the mystery of how the frightened gods should win. The wisest said, let's take the spirit and hide it deep inside of him. Hide it in his heart and he will doubt it. Hide it in his mind, he'll live without it. Even if we reveal and shout it, he'll never believe that the spirit is deep inside himself. Remember, all things are difficult before they are easy. And that is your heaping helping of soul food. Bethany's Soul Food, everybody. The Fit Show. And now, and now, the Fit Show's world famous What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman, of course, standing by every single hour with the news that did not make the news as I take you. Out of Ethiopia, may he rest with the Lord. Uh, there are uh, uh, many preachers right now in Africa, and they're bapti- baptizing people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is they're baptizing people in crocodile-infested yeah. waters. <gasps> oh. Protestant pastor Docho Esti was baptizing around 80 followers near a lake in southern Ethiopia. He's not going to be doing that anymore. Witnesses say a crocodile leapt from the water during the second baptism and attacked the pastor, killing him instantly. Is that a sign? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was Satan. Sign to maybe use a pool? I don't think pools Why don't you have some like respect? Laying for... around everywhere. Why don't you have some respect? I'm sorry, the guy was have... no, no, doing... He... Respect. The guy was doing baptisms in a crocodile lake. You know where what Jesus... did he expect you to happen? You know where happen? Jesus was baptized? I don't think there's crocodiles, but it was pretty muddy. Yeah, 
but if you know huh? there's crocodiles there, don't go putting people hey, in danger. Hey, maybe you don't know that know. there weren't crocodiles That's when true. Jesus was baptized. That's right. That's right. right. John the Baptist did anyway. I'm just saying you don't mess with crocodiles. So um, crocodiles don't care if you're having a baptism. Witnesses say. Yeah, they just, I know I know what you mean. They What, you're saying they just see fresh meat? Yeah, no, they're saying, just, I got some dinner. All right. The crocodile said it's time for lunch. Let's take a break. <laughs> well, witnesses say the crocodile leapt from the water, and uh, they, you know, they bit his legs and, and stuff. Oh, and oh. despite huge efforts, fishermen and residents could not save him. And uh, they did use fishing nets to prevent the crocodile from, uh, from taking the pastor out to the lake. So they knew that there was crocodile... In this lake. You know what? There's no excuse for hey, that. pretty hard to miss. Yeah. You know what? There's also no excuse to miss your baptism, too. Let's go Just to page two. Let's else. go to page two. What? Are, are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? <laughs> it's not like they had a Holiday Inn down the street to find a, a, a pool. All right, let's, 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 let's get on here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of Minnesota. The backup plan. Yes, they met in high school, they dated, broke up, married other people, divorced, and somehow stayed friends through it all. Back when they were in their 30s, they made a vow to each other. If they both hit 50 and didn't have new spouses, they'd marry each other. And that's exactly what Minnesota's Kimberly Dean and Ron Palmer did last week, ladies and gentlemen, tying the knot after nearly 40-year friendship in the pact that Palmer describes as a complete random joke. But now, they're making it happen. I thought you were going to say, as Palmer describes, as an active last resort. <laughs> yeah, it's no, and it's not like he's going to send them to that Ethiopian river with the crocodiles for their honeymoon either. <laughs> I have one of these packs with someone from high school. She hates uh, me now, but if, th- if I gr- turn 45, she's out of luck. Is she good looking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> does your girlfriend know about this pack? Uh,. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go. You got the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Come on! Now back to the Fit Show. Fitz rock! Fitz happens live. Hey, baby, we're on the the radio right now. Can y'all be quiet? Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. Hi guys. Stop. Don't hit. You want to say hi to everybody? Say hi. Just say hi. So you're loud when the mics are off, but when the mics are on, you guys are quiet. I know they're loud when the mics are on too. (laughs) Hi. 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 We love you, Dido's. Okay. All right. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, My name's Fitz. There's Drew, Tanner the Millennial, Bethany the Mouth from the South, and Tanner. Real quick, um, what's going on at followfits.com right now? Oh man, followfits.com is lit. What? You can check out bios of the show, every uh, uh, cast member on the show. You can check out the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, or on the main page. You can submit for things like the What You Kidding Me stories, the good stuff, the troop salute, all kinds of crazy cool stuff right at followfits.com. I'm going to make up an award right now. I'm going to give my buddy Drew, a United States Marine over here, I'm going to give him an award, the What a Man Award. Making everybody look bad. I think I think when I give Drew the What a Man Award, it's, it's going to make a bunch of other guys look bad. But uh, apparently, he's like, "Yeah, you know, what I did last night." I'm like, "What'd you do, Drew?" He goes, "I performed a full service on my girlfriend Jill's car last weekend." He goes, "I did a full 90k mile service that would normally cost around two thousand dollars at the dealership or a shop, but you know what? I was able to do the entire service: the timing belt, the brake fluids, all that." Uh, plus a brand new radiator for just under 300 bucks in parts 
in one afternoon. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. I am a I crappy spouse. You're not a spouse. You're not a spouse. I'm you a crappy g- boyfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you, you said that sometimes, you know, being handy with that wrench, it, it does save you money in, in that department. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a lot of money right now. So something like this would have just gone undone. There's no way we could afford to take it to a shop. You know, little things break around the house. Uh, but mostly the cars. I'm, I'm, that's my specialty. But I also do, you know, drywall and framing. <laughs> fix appliances. <laughs> I do it all. I fix the, I fix I the furnaces five all, times. All the man stuff. All the man stuff mm-hmm. that I could, you know. Got a great set of tools. It's yeah. another weight reason all, we have him on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he helps my car. He helps Fitz's car. Drew, to be honest go look at my kitchen sink? <laughs> Drew is here, honestly, because he's my maintenance man. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an ulterior motive with Fitz. Tanner's the IT guy. Yeah. I'm the building services guy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> But, you know, and that got us uh, having a little discussion about how I wish I had learned this stuff early on in life. And you really believe that, I mean, this is something that you feel is critical yeah. that uh, they should start teaching in high schools right now. You know, how, how, how to change your oil, how to, how to do your, uh, you know, change your tires. I would have been that one I or loved two chicks. I would have been like one of the two chicks in that class. Because yeah. watching, you know, know, my grandfather really raised me, you know, a lot of the time. And, and so my grandfather was in, in the Air Force, for instance. He worked on planes. That's yeah. what he did. And he was a crew chief. And so in the same way with cars, he would always work on cars. I mean, mm-hmm. every single weekend out in my grandparents' driveway, the hood was up on a car wow. of someone in my family. And see why everybody was doing that. I was inside my house recording making mixtapes but you were also recording DJs on the radio and then when the song would come on I would tuck up the intro like I was a radio personality instead of going out there underneath the hood well you were also busy playing ball too I mean that was your passion too oh yeah yeah. I mean not everyone has to do it but I think it's really important because like I said if something happens if something breaks you're kind of helpless right you're at the mercy of whoever wants to bill you however much they want to bill you and there's a really big sense of personal accomplishment when you do fix things yourself and here's a good thing you could just learn it on YouTube yeah. Now you can. I learned so much yeah. on YouTube. And you ended up saving what? Like over $2,000. Wow. Yeah. By doing that. All right. Welcome to the show. Stand by. We have a brand new battle rap on the way next. Get ready for Vanilla Bean, ladies and gentlemen. It happens. Live. It's about to get loud. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens. Live. If you have a moment, just snap what you see and send it back to me. On my Facebook, just search two words, follow Fitz, and whatever's around you. I love to see what's going on from you know your eyes. Snap what you see, send it back to me, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. And uh, Tuesdays and Fridays is when our very own Tanner, the millennial, turns into his alter ego, Vanilla Bean, and he calls people out. So wherever you are right now, if, if you would like for us to call out someone, person, place, thing, or idea, go to followfitz.com, click on Battle Rap. Yep. Tanner, who are you calling out today? Well, I'm not really calling someone out, but I'm kind of just pumping someone up. Today, President Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un are meeting face-to-face. It's the summit. So I'm telling Kim Jong-un, you better look out, buddy. And I'm also pumping up the president at the same time. So you're going after Kim Jong-un in the battle rap, but you're going to pump up President Trump. Yes. Vanilla Bean in the house. All right, you want something funky fresh? Give me something funky fresh. Let's hope you're not fretting. Dennis Rodman and President Trump is here to say, throw the nukes up. Y'all better chill. Make some peace before Vanilla Bean tears up the beat. Kim Jong-un, don't mess this up. 
If you do, USA is coming for you. <laughs> I don't mean to put the stress on. I just want to see Dennis Rodman put his dress on. <laughs> America. Come on, Kim. You know it's true. You don't want to mess with the red, white, and blue. You know that's true. That's a fact. Your haircut is kind of whack. It's time for peace. It's time for love. Kim Jong-un, we just want to give you a kiss and a hug. Wow, that changed don't quickly. Don't be smug. Think about the world. If you don't, I might hurl. Kim Jong-un, don't jack this up or you'll deal with vanilla bean. <laughs> That's a sight nobody wants to see. Vanilla bean out. Did you just personally threaten North Korea? <laughs> Maybe. Vanilla <laughs> bean. I think you did a, 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 real, a, a fantastic job. Thank yeah. you. Let's I hope mean, they don't hear it. It could destabilize the talk. <laughs> <laughs> Those were fighting words. All right, you guys. Again, to submit uh, an idea, person, place, thing, or idea for the battle rap, go to followfits.com. This is The Fit Show, live. Oh, yeah. Oh, All right, everybody, what have we learned today for Tuesday, June 12th, 2018? And uh, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let me know what you picked up from our show today. Here's what I learned. Uh, when Tanner the Millennial turned into his alter ego, Vanilla Bean, for the battle rap, he was throwing out some some shade towards uh, hey. Kim Jong-un in North Korea. Yeah, like straight fire. Did I use that right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. That's right? left, yeah, but I'll tell you what, I mean, it's I can't believe that you're doing that on the day of the summit. I mean, well, risky. I'm just they can, you, telling you, them to, you know, this ain't no funny business. No funny business no going funny. on with Vanilla Bean. Nope. All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I found out after the good stuff that Fitz thinks ladies want their man to learn how to do their makeup, and I think most of us disagree with him. He I, thinks it'd be sweet. I think a woman... It, like if a man came home and said, "Honey, lay down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your makeup. I'm gonna do your face. You know, put that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna contour it really nicely." And then all of a sudden, if she wakes up and her makeup is unbelievable and perfect, I think she will love her man forever. She'd be Better watch, out. watch what you ask for. I mean, <laughs> be careful what you wish for because then she, if you do it too good, she might be like, "Baby, every day." Right. Every day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's eight. It's six thirty a.m. Put my makeup on. That's right. <laughs> and also, Mama wants a waffle. <laughs> Extra triscuits. <laughs> All right, Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that somehow Fitz is offended that he told me to drop out of college. I'm confused. I don't get how you could be offended. I'm offended that you're accusing me of telling you to drop out of school in the way I did. did. Not in the way you say I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll agree to disagree then, boss. Prove it. <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South, representing the ladies. What have we learned today? You know that you probably shouldn't baptize folks in a leg full of crocodiles. It's yeah. Just a good, good, you know, that thing ceremony to keep in your was mind. over in a snap. <laughs> oh. It was a bite out of a baptism is what it was. Uh, and, and that's a true story. I mean, somebody just got taken out doing baptisms by a crocodile. But Jesus might go after that gator. Oh, I'm just saying. Old. The gator's going to get its karma. Make no mistake about it. That gator's going to be a pair of boots. All right. And, and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... Oh, wait. What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? 
I forgot it's the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it is a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> All right, have a great day. <laughs> and we will see you tomorrow. <laughs> manana. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Terry the Millennial. Think big. Because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.